What's up, beer drinkers? How y'all doing this week? Did y'all have a good week? Did you drink some good beers? We drank some good beers on the show. I particularly loved mine. And we also had, we also talked a little bit about some of the goings on in the beer industry. <laughs> and a pretty funny story, if you ask me. And also the, I had one of the biggest laughs I had so far in 2022 with the, uh, the cold brew list. So you'll have to wait and see if, if you laughed, if you thought it was funny too, I just, it tickled me. Maybe I was a little bit, uh, maybe I was feeling my beer I was drinking, but whatever the case, I had a good time. Sorcerer Chromatic had a good time uh, recording the show. Uh, it's short and sweet again this week, and I like it because it doesn't take me long to edit the show, so <laughs> I didn't mind it one bit. We will have another show for you next week. I got a bunch of new stories all stored up for next week, so eh, the next show might run a little bit longer. We'll see. See how it goes. All right, uh, before we get to the show, don't forget to follow us on Untapped and Instagram. <laughs> I almost forgot a second. Instagram. Search Cold Brew Podcast and friend us and we'll friend you back. And email us at coldbrewpodcast at gmail.com. So without further ado, it's time for another Cold Brew. Yo, this is something Coming at you pre-recorded from Cold Brew Studios. I am Greg. He is Sorcerer Chromatic, and we're here to talk about beer. Yes, we are. How you doing this week, man? Uh, not too bad. Uh, little sickness running through. My uh, my oldest daughter is not feeling well, and I was a little under the weather this week. Had to uh, take take a little bit of time off work. Thankfully, not COVID. The COVID test, I'm fine. I'm fine now. It was just a lot of uh, stuffiness and sinus. So, a lot of sneezing and hacking? Yeah. No, actually, not even sneezing. Just just congestion. No, oh, okay. And, uh, I mean, but my, my daughter has a fever. So hmm. that's, that's not good. We're, we're watching that. So. Oh, what a coincidence, because my, my daughter was sick, but she had an ear infection. Oh, really? Yeah, she uh, she said she could hear her heartbeat in her ear, and I didn't think too much of it. And then the next day, she had a fever, and her mom took her to the doctor, and lo and behold, ear infection. So, yeah, she'd been out of school for a couple of days, and you know, with the ear infection, is bacterial, so they give you antibiotics, and it, it takes a couple of days for it to start working. So she 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 stayed home for three days from school. She oh wow. Yeah, but you know what are you? Gonna, the first day didn't know. Second day took her to the doctor, and third day you know antibiotics will probably kick in by by tonight. Everything should start going away. So anyway, yeah. Um, at least it's not COVID. You know, knock on wood, like you said. Right. But uh. But antibiotics or not, she still doesn't listen to you. <laughs> she doesn't. But you know what I taught her this uh, tonight was. Uh, two for flinching. Oh, jeez. Because <laughs> she got me. I go, you're going to give me my two for flinching? And she said, what's that? And I was a little bit disappointed. You know, I hadn't taught her that before. So, And then she tried to get, <laughs> she tried to get me, catch me flinching like the rest of the night. <laughs> but oh, she only geez. got that first one. The, the other times I was, you know, it's like I, I knew it was going to happen. I knew it was going to start. She was going to try the whole night. <laughs> Oh, it's like, uh, the ironic thing is, uh, yeah. Let's see. The ironic thing is, doesn't she just hit you randomly anyway? 
Yeah. <laughs> Especially <laughs> once you, you uh, after karate class, you learn something new. Like, come here, let me <laughs> stand like this. And next thing I know, I'm like, bet like a pretzel and something hurts. <laughs> oh, oh, man. All right, let's get to the beer, shall we? Yes. All right, today I have in front of me from our new friends down in. Where are these dudes out of? Springfield? Close. Sandy Springs, Georgia. I have their Evergreen Terrace. Now, for those of you who follow on Instagram, you will see, have seen that on my stories I shared uh, on Friday that I got some beers over at Ground Control, and one of them, it was the last one, too, in the refrigerator, man. Like, I was searching through everything, and I saw one kind of in the back, had like a little pink, the can was turned towards the back. I go, what's that pink can back there? I turn it around. It says Evergreen Terrace. And it's a family of beavers. They're all drawn to look like the Simpsons characters. And they're sitting on the couch. And they got the picture of the sailboat behind them. And um, Homer Beaver is holding a beer. And Bart Beaver is holding a, uh, a squishy, actually. So, yeah. it's uh, <laughs> So, I got... I was tickled pink. And I had to get it. And this is a West Coast double IPA that has Citra, Simcoe, and Chinook. So, anyway, so I, I had to get it. And the the lady who rang me up, um, she said she liked this one. So, I'm, I'm excited now to check it out. So, uh, without any further ado, pop off. What do you got? I have from our friends over at, at the brewery. Down in, uh, where's that? Uh, Pomona, right? Placentia? Oh, oh, there you go. <laughs> yeah. The one I'm featuring from them is the their root color dunkel. Ooh. Yes. Variant style dunkel lager. It is, let's see. The ABV is 6.20. It was released this year. It's a lager style beer. The tastes are caramel and malty, according to the website. The website even, this is kind of cool, their website shows their current um, untapped rate. Oh, well, okay. it shows an untapped rate. Oh, <laughs> it might not be current. Right. They did the uh, the max, they they had the coder, so right. if it ever yeah. bumps up, it'll keep it at that. Right. So, uh, check this out. And then on the can, it says, Challenging and process traditional in method, Rukeller Dunkel is inspired by old world brewing techniques and the lightness of the traditional name. We crafted this Bavarian style Dunkel with the finest of ingredients, the most of care and years of experience in brewing. Extraordinary craft beer. Mm. Rukeller Dunkel is a dark lager that is lightly sweet with notes of mild caramel chocolate and satisfying Okay. Ideal serving. Ideal serving three degrees Celsius or thirty-eight degrees. <laughs> so with that, without any further ado, hop off. I don't know why you said thirty-eight degrees Fahrenheit, and my mind turned it to eighty-three. That's why I laughed. I'm like, wow, that's fucking high. <laughs> that's higher than room um, temperature. Quick, quick, uh, uh, behind the curtain. Uh, I have the baby monitor watching my daughter just kind of creepy. 
Why is she just staring right at the camera? No, well, she's asleep. Oh, okay. But I see her little, I see her little pacifier bouncing. Mm. I don't know. It's kind of like, does there, are you, were you into the Paranormal Activities movies? I just saw the first one. I, I didn't want to keep up with it because it's just more of the same. You know what I mean? Felt like it, and, yeah. And there's no real answer. It's no real answer. It just jump scares and and just what the hell? Why is that happening? How did that happen? Yeah. <laughs> right. Yeah. Um. But yeah, that, that's what baby monitors always remind me of. Right. And then you see those cute videos on uh, on Instagram or Reddit or Facebook or YouTube, whatever. And you know, it's like the the little the the two babies in the cribs and one jumps in the others and they cuddle or something or. The dog comes over to check the the toddler sleeping in the in the big boy bed or the big kid bed for the first time. Uh, she just moved and opened her eyes out of a desk and say, "Shut up, dude!" <laughs> <laughs> oh man! All right, let me, let me get to my beer. Um, this is really good. It's a West Coast style IPA, super clear, a um, little bit on the orangey orangish side, and it has an IBU rating of 108% ABV, wait, did I say 800 or 8? 8% ABV, and it is, it's really good. It's got the, the dankness you want from the West Coast, uh, very high on the citrus, of course, because it has citrus and Simcoe hops, which are really good. The Chinook um, gives it a little bit of a, um, that's what gives, I think, the, the dankiness, but the citrus and the Simcoe give it like a tangerine or orangish uh, citrus uh, quality to it very good uh, awesome beer uh, I really like this beer I haven't had a I don't think I've had a west coast in a while if I have a shoot man I just have so many beers I I don't even keep up with my personal untapped anymore so I couldn't even tell you the last time I checked in this one's fucking awesome though I, I really like this one good job shout out to Ian uh, from ground control from bringing, for, for bringing this in so how's your uh, dunkle? Well, I'm sipping on it, and yeah, it, it's malty and sweet. Mm-hmm. Not, I wouldn't say smoky, but like that, uh, what's it called? It, it, it's in the aftertaste, like, like, um, what are those little, those little rock beers that I had that one time? Remember those? Yeah, yeah, yeah I remember that. Like in that vein, but, but the smoke on this one's super mild. Super duper mild. Yeah, you said that. Well, the last one you had, you said it was a super mild um, smoky. So this is even more, huh? What was the last one? I don't know. I, I remember you. I, pff, well, I can look it up right now. Huh? Duh. Okay. Um, Are you talking about the last show? The St. Louis Pajama? No, but I didn't think that was a rush. That was just a red ale. Right, right, right. No, I'm just, uh, I'm just remember you've had a Roush like in the last like month or two. Shit, am I featuring the same beer twice? No, this, no, no, you haven't had this one before. Okay. Both <laughs> <laughs> off. No, 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 it's fine. Um, I can't even find it. It was, it was such a long time ago. Anyway, so light smokiness. Yeah. <laughs> All right, so we will rate these beers later on Untapped. So uh, just 
search uh, in your untapped app for Cold Brew Podcast. And friend us and we'll friend you back. But right now, it's time for the beer news. Now, today I have three beer stories. Uh, let me see here. The first one is a global beer story. And I know uh, we talked about Coors Light and the Dave Grohl connection and the and the Studio 666 movie that was coming out. And, uh, you know, I kind of questioned, like, if that was a good move by Coors or not. But uh, here's definitely a good move by Coors. Uh, the Coors Light ditching their plastic six-pack rings, and it'll—they estimate that it will eliminate 200 tons of garbage every year. Huh? Um, that's not Yeah, Coors Light will eliminate plastic rings from its packaging this year, making it the largest U.S. beer brand to ditch the six-pack packaging. The Local Beer's parent company, Molson Coors Beverage Company, announced. It's investing $85 million to help transition to recyclable cardboard carriers. It was basically like the the 12-pack bottle carriers, only just for six-packs. Do you have a picture of it? Um, yeah. Well, why wouldn't they use, like, just the regular six-pack carrier cardboard one? Um... Oh, you mean like the the handles? Those are for, yeah, those for bottles. These are for cans, though. Send it to you. There I think it needs a little part. <laughs> can, I, can I make my own six pack with these? Oh, okay. See yeah. what I mean? Yeah. Uh, Marcelo Pascoa, Coors Vice President of Marketing, said Tuesday the switchover will save 200 tons of single-use plastic from landfill each year. In addition to their contribution to plastic pollution, the hard-to-tear the hard-to-tear rings have also been known to kill turtles and other marine animals that either get stuck in them or accidentally ingest them. And then they have a picture of a uh, turtle stuck in a in a six-pack ring. Although this <laughs> this picture looks like it was it was planted, not candid. It looked like someone actually forced the turtle into a ring, stuck it on some moss, took a picture of it. And then probably release the turtle out there shortly thereafter. You would hope. <laughs> it reminds me of that one Simpsons where uh, Mr. Burns started recycling, and then he took uh, oh. all the discarded rings and made a. He called it the Burns Omni Net. I forgot the name of that, but yeah, yeah, I, yeah. <laughs> where like uh, he kind of exploited Lisa. Right. Yeah, because he lost all of his money, so Lisa helped him get it back right and she just mentioned to him you had to you know cut these up so they don't um so fish won't get caught in them <laughs> and that's a game the idea and then he, he made his millions back win-win uh yeah. let's see <laughs> follow the lead following the lead of heineken carlsberg and guinness molson cores nixed plastic rings in the united kingdom last year the company says it plans to ditch them worldwide in all its brands which include miller Foster's Keystone and Reds by the end of 2025. Well, that's good, man. I like that. I know some of these. Was yeah. it, um, wasn't there like a company that did, um, like, okay, like, uh, what do I want to say? 
You know when you buy like a four pack of mm-hmm. uh, of beers that are like sixteen ounces, and they yeah. have like those little snap pop things. Right. Yeah. What do you call those? Uh, yeah, I, I don't know what they're called, but yeah, I I got a bunch of them today when I bought the beers from Ground Control. Right. So then there's kind of like a um like a, a stiff cardboard version of that where like they 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 pop on. Yeah. Yeah. They were supposed to be super biodegradable or. Right. But then there's even a, like some, something like that that actually turns into food for a seed. Yeah, we did a story about that like a year or two ago. I think the company down in Florida okay. is making them. Oh, okay. Yeah, so <laughs> this ain't that, right? <laughs> <laughs> no, it's not. And, you know, okay. I could see them, that same company. Not that just... was a long way to go for a question. <laughs> <laughs> I could see a company doing that and putting seeds in them. So uh, if they get tossed along the side of the road, they grow some flowers or some shit. Grow weed. <laughs> grow some weed. Well, if anything, yeah. Grow, yeah, grow hot. Oh yeah, there you go. Those are like weed. Um, <laughs> I, but it would it would have to be like a, a regional thing because you don't want to introduce foreign fauna into. An ecosystem and have it devastate the rest of the uh, ecosystem. Yeah, well, yeah, we're <laughs> responsible with. Yeah, so maybe my my idea is not very uh, is my idea is irresponsible. That's all I'm saying. All right, moving on to the next story. Hey, you know what? Um, <laughs> another bad idea by you. Yeah, <laughs> I'm full of them, man. Uh, let's see, I'm full of it too. Uh, Here's another story. Uh, Bangkok's illicit craft brewers risk arrest dr- under draconian laws. So uh, this oh, yeah. one, yeah, this one brewer that they interviewed, uh, they use the pseudonym so, or fake name so they uh, don't expose who he is because it is illegal to produce craft beer in in Thailand. IP free. That's right. Uh, so Mr. IP Freely's uh, craft beers. I have often distinctly Thai flavors as he experiments with the country's native produce, boiling the pulp of jackfruit and mango to mix into different creations. Yet his homemade products are forbidden in the kingdom. Talking to the Guardian, that's the uh, website I got it from, Guardian.com, under a pseudonym, IP Freely says he, <laughs> he would, you know what, and that's a harder, or that's an easier name to say than what they put on here. Uh, he said he would like to operate a legal brewery, but Thailand's laws around alcohol production make this ambition almost impossible for newcomers. Current laws restrict brewing licenses to manufacturers that have a capital of 10 million baht, around uh, 230,000 pounds. While brew pubs must produce at least 100,000 liters a year and only serve their beer on their premises. The legalization effectively blocks new small breweries from opening and tips the market firmly in favor of two potential powerful companies, or not potential, but powerful companies, Thai Beverage, which produces Chang Beer, and Burad Brewery, which produces Singha and Leo. I've had Singha Beer before. Um, I don't think I've had Chang. I, I don't know if I've even seen Chang, but I never definitely haven't seen Leo Beer. Um, but yeah, I just, uh, I yeah, got, yeah go I've, ahead. Seen a, I've seen Singha. I don't think I've ever had it. Mm-hmm. Um, same. I, I'm not familiar with Leo. So I, the reason this story 
intrigues me is because, I mean, I guess you know we're 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 lucky that we live in an area that um, you don't have to jump through all these hoops. There are barriers in any market um, to open a, but I mean, this seems like they love this thing, love craft beer so much that they're willing to put their necks out. They have to use pseudonyms just so they don't get arrested and fined by their government. Yeah, it's it's, uh, it's crazy how for I mean I get it you can't have people just slinging stuff like that, um, but it seems a little too regulated. Yeah, it it seems like maybe the the two companies that are able to produce the beer have a uh, a strong influence on the government. They're lobbying. <laughs> they have oh. good lobbyists to put it into um, U.S. government terms. Um, all right, uh, let's move right along. This one is a little bit lighter hearted. Um, have you ever uh, had, um, have you ever grown a mullet? Possibly. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, like a little, a little ducktail going on at one point. I remember back in like, uh, what middle, late middle school, early high school. Cause I know I had one. Maybe not Did so much. Really? Well, maybe not so much the shave size of the head, but uh, you know, I let the the back grow long. You go look. You look. Go look at some of my uh, my soccer pictures from high school, the early ones, like my freshman sophomore year. You see a little little extra uh, extraness in the back. Um, <laughs> the reason I ask you is there's a brewery out there who's gonna pay someone to grow a mullet and keep it for a year. Oh, geez. Now they're they're gonna pay you in beer though, not like they're gonna pay you actual hard cash. Uh, take a what? Just out of all the beer companies out there, and I, I'll give you a cl- uh, clue. It's a, one of the bigger beer companies, one of the major brands. Which out of all of them do you think would pay someone in beer to have a mullet all year? Top of your head. Ah, close. Very close. Uh, wait, wait, hold on. Natural. Yeah, okay. <laughs> there you go natural light, natural light. <laughs> you got it you got it on the third one you... <laughs> so natural light is gonna pay someone in beer uh let's see they tweeted get a mullet and we'll cover the cost of the haircut and send you beer for every month you keep it going this year hey. <laughs> and they have a picture of a natural light it's like on a it's like a, a barber shelf, you know, the, the shelves that are like behind the, the barber's chairs, you know, with the mirror behind it. Anyways, a can there and a superimposed uh, mullet on top of the can. Anyway, it's, it's, it's fun, right? It's a, it's a fun marketing ploy. And uh, if you got the hair for it, I mean, you know, go Joe Dirt it up. Exactly. <laughs> All right. Anyway, you know what time it is? Wait, hold on real quick. Okay. Bookman died. What? Bookman? Bookman? From good time? Yeah. Died. Oh, he died? Yeah. Buffalo? Doctor. Buffalo Buck? Yeah. Oh, man. Well, I hadn't heard from him in years, though. 
Wow. Bookman. Hey, raise one up for Bookman. The unsung hero of the yeah. apartment building of Good Town. Oh, yeah, yeah, that's right. And they, they started giving a little love to, towards the end of the series, right? You got more camera time? Yeah, it was always a, a quick hitter for a couple of jokes and then... Didn't he go out the ant? Oh, was it the ant or the neighbor? Yeah, I know he had a thing for... Uh, what is his name? I forgot. Yeah, I forgot her name too, but I know he had a thing for one of the main characters. Right. All right. Now do you know what time it is? Thank you. Time for everyone's favorite segment on Cold Brew because my favorite segment is time for the Cold Brew List. As we As proceed, we proceed oh. to give you what give you need. Wait, let me ask you this. Hmm. What sporting event is going on right now? Sporting event? <laughs> uh, golf? Nah, not really. Oh. Um, NASCAR. Talk about the NFL come. Oh. <laughs> it, it, it wouldn't be baseball. <laughs> I don't know when they're going to start. But I have. Hey. This is the top 40 time. Top forty times. Oh, oh, oh. The, for the the sprint. Forty yard dash. Yes. All right. So number ten. Four point three. Four point three five. Who got that? Nine. No matter. This is ten. Oh, okay. All right. Number nine. <laughs> Four point three eight. <laughs> 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 okay, I, I, I thought I could do this. <laughs> oh, shit, dude. Oh, I forgot, I forgot what show it was, but someone on TV, I don't know if it was SNL or just like Family Guy or, you know, a sitcom, and they were doing sports. And. Uh, scores today five to three, six to four. All right, uh, now with the weather, <laughs> it reminded me of that. <laughs> yeah, but there was like a little controversy about how a lot of the time came in and they were quote unquote unofficial, but mm -hmm. you know, that's what they're reporting. So, guys are four two one, but after the adjustment, it's like. I mean, they're still pretty fast, but it was like four, two, eight. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. So uh, they're kind of questioning of, of like, with that plan, can't uh. be off by that. Why, like, take the unofficial result and run with it for however long? Yeah, but oh, yeah, well, yeah, not, not run with the official result when it's all said and done. Yeah, but I think, uh, you know, all the teams have their scouts and the GMs or whoever they send, and they have their own times. All right. All right. <laughs> that was a good one. <laughs> what did you want to go? Did you want to go all the way to number one? <laughs> well, yeah, I was going to go down. <laughs> what, was number, 
What was the number one? 4.8. It was 4.8. Yeah. Oh. No, I'm sorry, 4.28. Four, okay. Yeah, <laughs> uh, all right, what a list. Yeah. <laughs> so, how's your breach treating you, man? Good. No, I have a real. Beer, oh, uh, oh, okay. Uh, real, but I have a real list. For you. I'm, I know. I'm joking around with that. All right, all right. <laughs> What's your real list? <laughs> uh, uh, I just have a list of movies that are set around St. Patrick's. Oh, okay. I got. I have one in mind, um, but I won't tell you until uh, you get to it. So go ahead. All right. But between the canals, it's not between the canals, no. So that's just a an Irish crime. Okay. Uh, Boondock King. Oh yeah, I didn't know that was centered around uh, St. Patrick's Day, but I like that one. The first one, great. Second one. Third one. Oh, there's a third one? Jesus. Oh, I don't know. <laughs> uh, next one, State of Grace. State of Grace. I don't think I've seen that one. It came out of Yeah. The Fugitive. That's the one I was thinking of. So, uh, thing, so we've seen two of those. Okay. Uh, another 50s movie called Bo James. No, that 70s movie, The Fight of the Dubs. Yeah, uh, another 50s movie, 14 Hours. I haven't seen it. They're old. Oh, there's actually a movie called St. Patrick. You might have Oh, is it one of those where think, like a uh, bunch of people falling in love? Yeah, well, it's a, no, it's an Irish drama. Oh, okay. Uh, there's a movie called St. Patrick, the Irish Legend. It's just a drama. <laughs> it's like a the actual the religious film or whatever. Oh, like when he drummed all the snakes out of Ireland or whatever? All the druids? Um, next is... Uh, a film from the 40s called Portrait of Genie. Okay. Uh, here's one. Luck of the Irish. A Disney Channel. Over- oh, wow. Must be uh, heartwarming. Uh, next is an American director video film called Leapin' Leprechauns. <laughs> oh, shit. Uh, then another one came out in 96. Then there's a video called Spellbreaker The Secret of the Leprechaun. The Secret. What we're all waiting for? Leprechaun 2. Leprechaun 2? So the first one wasn't based on St. Patrick's Day, but number two was? Yes. <laughs> Have you seen Leprechaun 2? Probably. Oh, okay. I know I've seen the first one with uh, Jennifer Aniston. Yeah. I, I saw the, the Leprechaun in the Hood, too, with Ice-T. <laughs> were, were you into him, or you just happened to, like, be somewhere where it was... Okay. <laughs> no, I saw it. 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 I saw
wanted to see Ice T on the screen, huh? I didn't know he was in it until I started oh. watching. <laughs> but maybe you, you know, you had a little man crush on him or something. Yeah. That's about it. Everything else. Well, there's like this film called Mutt. That was a horror film. Mm. Uh, Red Clover. Another. These are all horror, the horror films. Have you heard of Maniac Cop? Maniac Cop. It sounds familiar. It's an 80s movie. It's a slasher film. Oh, yes, yes, I have, I have seen it. I have seen it. It's, it's bad. It's a bad slasher film, but I've seen it. It's, I didn't know it was. It, it has nothing to do with St. Patrick's Day except for the fact that it falls around St. Patrick's Day. Oh. Richard Roundtree is in it. <laughs> it's kind of like the Fugitive has nothing to do with St. Patrick's Day. It just happens they they run through a St. Patrick's Day parade. Right. Hey, let me ask you this. They could uh, dye the river green for one day out of the year. How come they can't dye it blue the rest of 364 days of the year? <laughs> <laughs> How about bullshit, Sam? <laughs> Such a good one. Have you, have you, I know you, you watch or listen to the rewatchables every once in a while. Have you heard their fugitive, uh, the show? I don't think so. That's yeah, pretty good. There's a lot of good little factoids in there. I liked it. Like uh, Tommy Lee Jones almost ad-libbed every single one of his lines. Mm. Pretty good stuff. All right. Great list. I'm glad you had a real list. <laughs> that first one was great, though. We could have just left it at that. I would have been happy. <laughs> oh, so how's your beer, man? Good. Good. Really enjoying it. Nice. Uh, mine is good too. Uh, mine's almost gone. We're going to rate our beers right now on Untapped. I know you had a Dunkel, but I forgot the name of the brewery that it was from. That brewery. Oh, that's right. All right, here we go. They have a few. Is it the Root Keller? Is that what you said? Yeah. All right. Root Keller Dunkel. And what would you like to... None of our friends have rated it right now. What would you like to rate this beer at? Uh, I gotta give it a 4. Wow, nice. It has an overall rating of 3.85. So we gave it a little bump right now. Uh, what are your notes on this one? Yeah, I gotta go with multi, sweet. And light smoke? Alright, and light smoke. Save. Check in. All right, so mine, I really like this one, man. Love the can art, love the beer. Everything came through on this one. I'm going to give it a 4.5. That's how much I like this one. It was recommended. Well, it was recommended. It was vouched for by the uh, beer tender over at Ground Control. And I couldn't agree more. So let's see. Evergreen. It'd help if I spelled Evergreen right. <laughs> Terrace. There we go. Has an overall rating of 3.89. None of our friends have rated it. I'm giving it a 4.5. And I'm going to say it is um, dank. 
and uh, Citric. Dang it, Citric. That's it. Bam. Save and check in. All right, man. That's that's all I got for this week. You got anything you want to add? No, man. Just um, yeah. It's kind of a slow week for us, I guess. Yeah. You know, we we there's no rhymes or rules to this show. We just do what what feels natural to us. So let's end it right now. Thank you for downloading yet again another cold brew podcast. I am Greg. He is Sorcerer Chromatic, and we like to wish you cheers. Until next.